warning. The following podcast has been recorded by three people who have not spoken on a microphone for over three months. It may contain poorly constructed sentences. Well, welcome back to Common Man HQ. We can't deny it. It's been a while since we've all been here. And in between viruses, hospital stays, overseas work trips and life-changing announcements, there's also been a lot of sport. So joining me to shoot the sports breeze, as always, straight from Chi-Town, welcome Forty. G'day, horse. Brandy, good to be here. Great to have you here, Forty. So uh, <laughs> you've, been, you've been in Chicago since last week. Spoke, how was it over the other side of the world? It was good. It was quick. It was um, not enough time, to be honest. I didn't get to uh, drop into the United Center and get a photo with Jordan. So, but um, it was a good time. So you can't tell me how the Bulls are going in preseason? No, not yet. Um, uh, Billy Billy wasn't around. Billy Donovan to uh, give me a bit of intel on that horse, unfortunately. So scoops as I said, maybe next time. And of course, we've left him hanging, but there's one man here who's really glad that the pain of the home and away season is over. We need to welcome him. Hello, friendy. Yeah, lads, it's good to be here. And just to confirm, it's it's Horst and Ford, isn't it? It's been so long, I think I've forgotten your names, guys. Yeah, nice Forst, to meet you too. Forstead uh, was uh, our... Uh, Forstead, okay, gotcha, is that, gotcha. Yeah. Is that friend? Is that spelt right? Uh, not sure. <laughs> Correct. I before E. No, um, I, I uh, all jokes aside, very happy the home away season's finished. Um, the boys need to rest up, regroup, and let's hope for a better season next year. Well, there's one day in September we want to remember, but before we get there, let's get this common man party started. This month in And it wouldn't be an episode of The Common Man if we didn't start with a little bit of this month slash week in sport. And straight off the get-go, might be pre-season, but doesn't mean things aren't happening over in the world of basketball. I'm going to shoot to you, Forty, to talk about the NBA. Yeah, well, I don't know. Is it month in sport or is it about like three or four months in quarter, sport? Quarter of a year. <laughs> quarter of a year, I think, since uh, last time we talked. But look, before we go to the NBA, because obviously it is off-season, but there's always lots happening, um, maybe just talk about the GBL, the Geelong Basketball League. Here we go. Here we go. Last <laughs> night, we had uh, our first final, and uh, Nathan Friend suited up for the Christian College Eagles, and they played against the the Wildcats, uh, featuring some NBL one players on both teams, uh, state players. Uh, it was a high quality game horse. I, I was able to be, I was privileged to be able to be one of the referees, and it was probably one okay, of the us. best games I've been involved in. I would say it went into overtime. There was a um, yeah a shot to hit that that basically was a buzzer beater to put it into overtime. Unfortunately, Friendy, you didn't quite get up. Yeah, we um, let's. Oh, 
Jeez, it was a good game. Still stings. They, they got lucky. <laughs> they got lucky at the very, very end. We grabbed a big rebound. Uh, they managed to get it back off us, and they hit Marcus Gatlin, one of the uh, greatest supercats of all time. Uh, hit a buzzer beater, just threw it up, prayed, and it went in. So it could have been a better night if we had a one forward. But yes, I do agree. It was very much. It was a very fun game to be a part of. Mm. That's for sure. But I can say, Freddie, you played exceptionally well. You hit some clutch buckets, hit eight threes in the game. It was the Freddie of old in fine form. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I messaged my teammates late last night. You were night feeling it. And uh, I just said to them, guys, I'm currently icing my back because I carried <laughs> us tonight. <laughs> just unfortunately not quite enough, but yeah. um, I reckon I reckon you'll uh, – you'll uh, well, next week you're playing YMCA, and I think there's a couple of listeners uh, from that team. So moving across to the NBA, uh, a slightly uh, – better league than the GBL uh, friendly but um, there's been a lot going on even though it is the off season uh, just just we just want to mention a few things um, really briefly obviously we have Durant who has rescinded his trade request and he's staying in Brooklyn with Kyrie and Steve Nash that's going to be interesting uh, we've obviously got the some some uh, trade rumors around Donovan Mitchell potentially going to New York Knicks and Freddie, obviously, there's always something going on at the Lakers. Uh, but can you boys, just really briefly, um, what are your sort of your brief reactions around Durant, Freddie? And then, uh, horse, I'd love to hear maybe something uh, from you too. I think with um, Durant, um, they were never going to get a deal done. Like you're talking, you know, not, not just top three in the league still, um, best players. He's one of the arguably top 10 greatest players of all time. Like it's hard to get a trade deal for someone with a four-year deal still, a four-year contract still going. So it doesn't surprise me that he's staying. Um, and obviously he's going to try and do the best thing by the team and make it seem like he's he wants to come back. Um, Brooklyn will be fun to watch, I reckon. Like Ben Simmons, Corey Irving, Durant, they all arguably want out. Um, but <laughs> they... Um, they are in, an incredibly talented team, and on their day, they will beat anybody. So watch this space. Don't be surprised if Brooklyn do something remarkable this season, even with all the chaos that's going on. So, Horst, mm. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that one. Oh, look, it is it is pretty much what you said. It's a classic case of uh, I want out, and then how are they going to satisfy a trade? Brooklyn were mm. not going to be forced to make a trade. Why would they get rid of him for unders. Um, so it happens in, in sport across the codes a, a little bit, you've got to say. And sometimes players, it's just a blip on the radar. They turn around and then they see it, fulfill it, their contracts and, and go on to bigger and better things. I mean, even mm. uh, to draw a comparison that is nowhere near a comparison at all, but like even um, think of Rhino Keefe, it, the Sydney o, Sydney o Swans back in the day. The Sydney o Swans, yeah. <laughs> he wanted out and then stayed. And then the next year he wins the Norm Smith medal and never looks back and the, is a swan for life. Uh, sometimes it's just that that notion making it pretty public that you're not happy um, can make things change in your organisation. And, you know, it wouldn't be the craziest thing for Brooklyn to, to then go and mm. finally fulfil some of the potential that they've, we've been talking about for the last couple of years. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And I think um, it was always going to be hard for Brooklyn to um, get something for Durant, especially after the massive haul that um, Utah got for Rudy Gobert, sort of set the thing. And they essentially didn't want anything less than what what they got, which the best offer yeah. they got really was Boston Celtics with Jalen Brown, mm. um, you know, a couple of players and a draft pick, and they want a lot more. And I was very torn about that. I'm like, you know, Durant, mm. he's a generational player. But at the same time, you know, he's he's well, sort of four, 34. Just, just on that, he's at the back end of his career. Yeah. Correct. And but injury prone. And also, what sort of – how is he going to affect the locker room, you know, with his – my 40, thought, just on that one, how do you reckon Jalen Brown now feels that Celtics were were, were ready to get rid of him? Well, I, 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 I don't know. I haven't spoken to him personally. But, <laughs> what? You haven't spoken uh, to him? <laughs> Come on, Ford. Yeah, look, I didn't quite get to, um, you know, get to chat to him while I was over in the States, uh, horse. But no, I think it, it will be interesting, Frenny. It's a good point. It'll be interesting to see um, how he responds. I think he's a pretty smart guy pretty obvious and i think the boston celtics leadership i know they've been constantly in in um, contact with him and been very transparent so i'd hope that transparency and as well as jason tatum obviously has to be key in that um you know in terms of keeping a great relationship with jalen brown i think they'll be fine i think that um that they'll be fine it'll be interesting i'd love to see what how the brooklyn um fan base embrace um, Durant coming back after him making that request. That's what's going to be interesting for me. So anyway, watch yep. your space. Hey, um, but um, friendly, you know, I mean, I think the Donovan Mitchell, obviously there's a potential. I just saw um, just recently on Twitter, he changed his bio. It used to say uh, that he was a Utah jazz uh, player. Now he's removed that and, uh, and the social media has gone off. Obviously, whether he's done that to create a storm, I don't know. But there seems to be quite uh, all past lead to him as a New York native going back to New York and playing. So that'll be interesting to see when, if, how that's going to happen and what what they'll get returned, especially after them re-signing an extension uh, for RJ yeah, Barrett. I reckon, I, reckon, um, I reckon New York to get the deal done there. I think he'll end up in New York. Um, mm. Utah have been super smart, though. Like, they are getting some picks, some young players, even um, offloading Pat Beverly to the Lakers for, for mm. THT. Talk of us, um, talk about that, uh, um, Friendy, around the Lakers. <laughs> oh, mate, Pat Bev, hey? the junkyard great, dog. It's a fantastic fit for Lakers. They need just a bulldog in their team. Um, but Russell Westbrook and, and Pat Bev have had words. <laughs> Um, LeBron oh, yeah. and Pat Bev had had words like I like there's there's letting beef you know park it to the side and, and you, you're now on the same team you play well together but there's beef and then there's beef and the um, Westbrook and Beverly beef was was heated um, mm. so that'll be a fun one to watch their first tra- maybe if they could uh, live stream their first practice together that would be a lot of fun absolutely he's a very polarizing player Pat Bev to say so I think he's pretty much anyone who he's played against he's he's obviously stirred up in some way horse I I agree he's the uh Hayden Ballantyne of the NBA <laughs> absolutely and um and also uh it was interesting to hear Jeannie Buss's comments around Russ too uh for a knee saying she said she thought Russ was their best player 
uh, last season and then has corrected that to say he is, was their most consistent player. Um, so it would be interesting to see if Russ stays at Lakers stay, uh, or yeah, what, whatever happens around him, that will be interesting uh, as well. But anyway. He, he was, there's, in, Jenny, in Jenny's defense, he was their most consistent. He I consistently, agree. Consistently yeah. didn't hit a field goal. He consistently <laughs> didn't show up when it counted. He consistently got benched in a, at important times during the match. So, like, she was right. He was consistent. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can and I just, yeah. So I can just uh, jump in there for a moment before you continue on some, with NBA news. Uh, obviously, you were in Chicago recently, which you mentioned at the start of the show, which is the hometown of the Bulls, which is Horses' team. But Indeed. they're also known for their deep dish pizzas, famous for them. And you weren't a fan. No, I wasn't. It was just, yeah, it just wasn't the same. Didn't didn't love it. So too yeah, much bread, be, too much dough. What was the go? Uh just it, like even the meat, like it just felt like yuck. Anyway, Greasy. I'm a fan of the old. Wow, uh, so descriptive. The old uh, <laughs> the old country special uh, at um, town and country. country. Uh, <laughs> <is my go-to. laughs> Why pay all that money to go to America when you can just stay here in your own backyard? Yeah, eh? Absolutely. Australia pizza, so much better. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that pretty much wraps up. There's um, not heaps happening, horse. Uh, preseason's coming up very quiet. soon, and uh, it will be um, all up and about again. So, yeah, Horses that's NBA go. out for me. Awesome. Thanks, Forty. Well, we're going to flip over now to a, a little bit of AFL. And of course, eight teams are left. And Forty, I think you'll agree, the lid is not off in Geelong just yet. We've got to play at least one final before we let that lid off. Um, well, well, the lid's off with me and uh, Jonathan Brown. Don't you worry about that. Oh, look out. Brandy said to me... Brandy said to me, I reckon I reckon they're good to go this year. I reckon, I reckon they're going to get it done. I said... I think so too, Brady. <laughs> That's interesting because, you know, let's go back to 2007 and it's half half time of the Geelong Port Adelaide. <laughs> oh, you always final. bring this up. And the lid, the lid was still firmly shut on 40 when I let the lid off when we were like 51 points up at half time or 52 points up. 40 was like, nah, nah, I'm just not there yet. And now <laughs> the lid's off and we haven't even played a final yet. Well, just sport. remember, it'd been 44 years since our last premiership and we've been into numerous grand finals uh, in the previous <laughs> decade and hadn't got the job done. So awesome. there was a little bit of uh, cautiousness around uh, calling it a bit early uh, at that time, horse. Okay, well, I'm just... Whatever. So we have had eight top four finishes in the last 10 years and haven't converted a single one to a flag yet. So I'm still... I just, I just want to see that first final. I'm feeling good, um, mm. but, but I did. As long think, as we can stay healthy, as long as we stay healthy. Exactly. I did think maybe just as an exercise, um, we could go through uh, using the finals predictor here on AFL.com.au and just check where we're going to get at. Um, it's also going to put the onus on me to get this edited before the first final on Thursday night. Um, I like it. Oh. So otherwise, what whatever, what whatever I do say now, we could be wrong from the get go. So we're going to go through each final. We have to, as a consensus. So that includes you, Friendy, who has just had enough because West Coast aren't involved. Yeah, he's tuned um, out. He switched off. For those uh, listening at home, 
Friendy's clearly on his phone right now. He's doing, he's doing, he's doing the old. Work. He's doing the old. I'm on the, I'm on under the, the desk. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were doing the old sneaky student under the desk on the phone scenario. <laughs> uh, no, no, I've just done the predictor and uh, intriguing grand final. I've just come up with so. Okay, so we're going to go with finals week one. Uh, Geelong versus Collingwood. Is it? Well, obviously, you and me, forty, are going to go with Geelong. Friendy, are you happy? Are we going to pick Geelong for this one? Nah, lock in, lock in, lock in Geelong, lock in Geelong. Okay, good. There is going to be a few interesting ones, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so next up on the predictor, we've got Fremantle versus the Bulldogs over in Perth. Who wants Friendy? You start us off. What I'm, are you? What I'm, are your thoughts? I'm uh, as much as I actually, you know, as a West Coast fan, we are born to hate Fremantle. Mm. And, it's, and I actually wouldn't mind Fremantle, you know, doing okay this year because I, I don't hate it that much. But I actually think the, the Bulldogs love this. They love coming from seventh or eighth and just showing up in finals. I actually think Bulldogs will get them. Wow. What about yourself? Oh, I think Frio. I think Frio, home ground. Um, they've been pretty consistent this year. I think they'll get the job done. Yeah. I, my, my initial thoughts, I had the Bulldogs until this afternoon when I heard that Tom Liberatore is going to be out and he's going to be out the following week if they were to get through as well. And um, I think he is the underrated heart and soul of that midfield. So based on that, I'm actually going to move it to Frio as well. That's two against one. Frio wins. Frio wins there. Um, Thursday night. This is a big one. The Lions mm. versus the Tigers up at the Gabba, which of course the uh, the home of the 2020 Grand Final when Richmond did reign supreme. Yes, it's an interesting one. Lot lot on the line here. Very. Another another straight sets exit or just one set in this case for the Lions. What do you think, Forty? I'll give you first crack. Well, it is very difficult this one. I reckon this is a 50-50 one. Uh, Richmond did get the job done against Brisbane. Uh, a few weeks ago, but that was in Melbourne. Um, so I think they did, I do think they Brisbane, did come back from seven goals, though, didn't they? Richmond, yeah, in that Richmond game, came back. Yes, they did. But from I think like I just think points. I just think a quality team like Brisbane, they got their pants pulled down against Melbourne. I think they'll bounce back at home, and I think they'll get the job done against Richmond. I'm gonna go second tier to give this one the deciding vote to you friendy because i'm in the i'm in the richmond camp on this one um mm. i think they're hitting their Rich- straps at the right time of the season and i just feel like the lions are absolutely nowhere and if a team is going to expose them it's going to be richmond at this point in time and richmond are the favorites here just to say yeah by the way like yeah, which that- is okay. quite surprising and quite easy and quite comfortably um yeah, considering it's Brisbane's home ground. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't surprise me too much. I mean, um, Brisbane's form coming to the finals is not great. In fact, um, you know, really they should have finished top four. Um, and as much as I'd love to see the Lions do well, because they've been they've been alright over the last couple of years. I actually think the Dane Zorko thing a couple of weeks ago has mm. not helped them, and I reckon that's no. you know, played on them a little bit. And probably Zorko himself. I I actually think Richmond are going to win this by ten goals. I think wow. it's going to be a flogging. That's yeah, I think it's going to be a flogging. <laughs> I, Richmond also have had a pretty easy run into the finals the last few weeks. They've played some pretty low teams. Their top two, their last three weeks are pretty, 
Yeah, so it's going to be really hard. And then obviously the week before um, Brisbane, they drew against Fremantle. <laughs> so, Dusty, Dusty coming back in, too big of an in. Massive. Uh, they'll, they'll win by 60 points. Huge. Wow. Okay. So that's 2-1 Richmond's favour. Uh, that leaves us with Friday night, Melbourne v Sydney at the MCG. Another tough one to pick. That's I'll a tough go one. first this time. Um, yep. In this instance, uh, definitely Sydney's been in great form. The MCG is not going to be a concern to them. They did beat Melbourne at the MCG earlier this year, but I I think Melbourne are going to turn it on for this first final. Um, backs to the wall. They've just been waiting for finals. Um, so I'm thinking Melbourne are going to win this one. Not, not in a walkover. But I think Melbourne will get the job done. I'm going to leave this one to to forward. The reason being is I like logic says Melbourne will get up. They've been you know the better team all year. But I'm actually predicting an upset here. I actually wouldn't be surprised. Sydney just that team that seemed to be winning games that people don't think they would, and this is one of them. So I'm actually going to go Sydney in a close one. And forty, I'll leave it with you to be the decider. Yeah, I. Sydney are a dangerous team. I'm actually very glad, Horse, that Geelong is not playing Sydney first week of finals. I'm actually very happy that we uh, have been uh, drawn Collingwood. Uh, I think anything, Sydney, you know, they anything could happen on the day. But I, I do think Melbourne, oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> it's a flip of the coin. Uh I'm going to say I'm going to stick with Melbourne. That's my gut feeling, but it would not surprise me again if Sydney get up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. That takes us on to week two where we've got the semifinals. According to this, then we will have the first semifinal being Collingwood versus Fremantle at the MCG. I think we probably will all be in potentially being yep. consensus here. I'm going Collingwood. Yeah, I think Collingwood at the G as well. I'm going to say Frio. Oh, I just, just a really, uh, <laughs> just see, you know, throw a cat amongst the no, no reason. Just <laughs> Collingwood out in straight sets. It wouldn't be a bad thing. That would be a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, still, that's Sorry, two Johnny one in Collingwood's favour. Um, so this then takes us to the other semi-final, which would be an absolute belter as well. And that's Sydney versus Richmond at the SCG. And we all remember oh. how that finished last time. Oh. How did it finish? I can't to begin with. <laughs> I, I think Richmond will do you, win that. You don't remember 40? <laughs> finished with, no. a, with a boot. It was... So Richmond got a, got a free for... Um, was it deliberate or out on the full just as a siren went, but um, the Sydney player celebrated and booted the ball into the stand and didn't hear that it was deliberate. Oh yes. And they were all now like, it should be 50. Yes. It should be 50. Yes. It was not 50. Yes. And he uh, did not. It score. should have been 50. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Sydney. I'm going Richmond. Yep. So who are you going horse? You're the decider. Um, I'm this has go been Sydney good, isn't it? Well. It hasn't been lopsided. It's been uh, no. very two one. No, but you know what? I'm going to go Sydney. And then funnily enough, that just leaves us with a boring 1v3 and 2v4 for the prelim finals, which odds well, would say there's going to be at least one upset. And one of these teams mm. is not going to make it through, but that's okay. And unfortunately, 40, then that will mean Geelong play Sydney. 
in a prelim final, which we didn't necessarily dangerous. want. No. Very dangerous. dangerous. But I still got to go my, our boys, horse. <laughs> well, yep. I will say this. When I did the predictable before this, um, I actually ended up with Geelong and Collingwood in the granny. So I'm going to go Geelong over Sydney. Okay, well, do you reckon it'll be a good horse? Well? Geelong having a bye, coming back, winning, having another week off. No. I just don't think that it is conducive to the top teams with that week off between the regular season and the finals. I just think it history history really would show disrupt. Yeah, it does disrupt, it, especially if they win the first week. They're playing like yeah, but they're not getting consistent. One game in three games. weeks. Exactly. Yeah. Might be good for some of the older bodies to get a rest, but it also stops that momentum. And, you know, yep. I've got to absolutely. try and warm up again. So, uh, Gee, yeah. Mel- Gee, Melbourne, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne calling would be a massive game, wouldn't it? Yeah. It I would just, be. I feel like I don't, I don't think Collingwood is good as, as everyone thinks. Oh, I'm with you, 40. They have fallen I, won- over the line against North Melbourne. Yeah. Against Essendon. They've won a lot of games within a goal. A lot of those games could have easily gone the other way. They, and they, lost, they lost to West Coast. Who loses to West Coast? Yeah. They shouldn't exactly. have beaten Carlton. Like, there's just... Um, I, I'm surprised. I don't know. How did they even get to the uh, preliminary final based on our predictor, Horse? <laughs> they lost I'm one surprised. and they won one. They beat Frio. You could, I can still see them beating Frio at the G. Probably like three goals down with five minutes to go. And then Elliot pulls it out again. Something like that. Yeah. So, so, we're going, we're, so we're going to Geelong, Melbourne, Granny then, are we? Ooh. Well, that's the question. Melbourne v Collingwood. Forty's clearly thinking oh, Ma- Melbourne, Melbourne are going to show 100%. Collingwood up at some... I, I, rate, so I, rate Collingwood, I, I rate Collingwood a lot higher than you boys, but I feel like you guys are going to go both Melbourne. Yes. Yeah. We've gone with the boring. It does end up 1v2. Which history would suggest never happens. Yes, no. I know. How did we get there? We've just been... Like, we We've haven't gone, gone with the, the favourite there. We've gone against the favourites at, at times. But Why that was we? the early rounds. And then we knocked them out in the second round. <laughs> so, <laughs> See, I, I, actually think, I actually think Sydney beats Melbourne this week. And I think it's a Geelong-Melbourne prelim. Whoa. Listeners might say we've just rigged this 40 and it's just ended up as a Geelong victory. <laughs> Look, interesting just to see the different permutations, the different things that could go and fall. And it just takes one uh, bounce of the ball, as history would tell, to go one way or the other. And the whole mm. final series can flip on its head. Who could forget the whole bounce of the ball uh, in 1999, which resulted in um, Carlton ending up in a grand final out of nowhere and Essendon, who seemed to be on like a 17-game winning streak, we expected. And that's the one thing that I'm a bit concerned about with Geelong is every win we go further into a streak is one win closer to a loss the next week, isn't it? You can't, oh, horse, you can't, horse. Horse. You can't oh. think like that. Collingwood's the same. Okay. How many they, they had their loss. Row? Oh, did they? One. Yeah. Who? How oh, many one. They've won many? one in a row, 40. <laughs> How many is I forgot won? about that other horse. <laughs> what, what's Geelong's streak at, horse? Th- 13. Lucky so 13. So it have to be Lucky. 16 to get through and win the premiership. It'll be 16. We so there that. you go. Well, that's enough of AFL, I think. Hey, we're going to handball over to you, Friendy. 
because there's so much going on in the world of cricket. It's so exciting right now. Roll, What's roll all the exciting? Yeah. What's the exciting stuff that's happening? Oh, mate, there's heaps happening at the moment in the world of cricket. Uh, it is just going off like a cat in a, what is it, for? a cat in a tin roof or something? Cat on a hot tin roof or a frog in a sock? There you go, yeah. that's the one, that's the one. Yeah, yeah look, like there's, um, we're coming into summer, cricket's oh, coming up, and currently at the moment, the Aussies, the Aussies uh, are in the, in the in the middle of a one-day series against Zimbabwe. Uh, the, the, Look out. The far north, in far north Queensland, up in Townsville. Um, and uh, they won the first game comfortably. And they just played today, actually. And uh, we um, seemed like it was quite a close game. Uh, we we mm. bowled them all out for 96. Um, and we made. Wow, the, they, got uh, a, they really got into the bowling, didn't they? The Zimmers. <laughs> and uh, they showed and us we a ended up. Beating them in the fifteenth over, so um, Finchie didn't uh, make any runs, which is a bit concerning. Heading into what is coming up, lads, in the T uh, Twenty World Cup, which is the sixteenth of October to the thirteenth of November, lads. Just quickly, uh, we are the reigning champs in the T Twenty mm. World Cup. Uh, predictions: Does home soil mean huge advantage, or do you think yes. another country is going to get up? Quick prediction: Home soil, just like the. Uh... The one-day World Cup certainly means we should be favourites, especially uh, after we actually worked out how to win the thing last time. I'm all for for the Aussies. It's pretty much going to be the same squad. There might be one change, they were saying. Yep, yep. True. Ford, what do you think? Aussies and New Zealand, uh, I think, will be the finals. And uh, Australia has to take it home. To, Bit to biased. We are... We are such homers. <laughs> and, uh, I will make. We're that. really on the cutting edge. Can, can I just say, if, no. Australia, if Australia don't win, based I on would... nothing but but personal preference. Correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Australia don't win, I actually wouldn't be mad if New Zealand get up. I mean, they've lost. They've come runner up a few times mm. now, and uh, our poor neighbours, they uh, would probably appreciate a win. But um, no, I'm, I'm jumping. Not over us. The, not the team as well, yeah. and I will say too. Um, I mean, our second team has to be Sri Lanka, doesn't it? Their their home base will be here in Geelong. Um, so yes. who knows? They'll be uh, dining at a cafe near you, I'm sure. So <laughs> if you live in Geelong, if you live in Geelong, well. that's, could, that's they, right. They could be hanging out at uh, Richie Brohe's place too. Uh, hey, for me. <laughs> hey, come on, let's do this. Oh. Uh, and all I'll, all I'll say in um, horse, you'll appreciate this one, mate. Um, Okay. The big bash, the big bash is just around the corner. And uh, all yes. I want to say about this is like the audacity, the audacity of the Melbourne Stars, uh, which is Ford's team. They had pick one in the in the draft, which is this new system they're doing. Basically, all the imports are in a draft. And if the import had played for that team for, for long enough, you were able to retain them. And so the Melbourne Stars had pick one. And David Hussey, cool, calm, collected, he comes in and goes, uh, Howie comes up to him and goes, who are you taking pick one, Huss? And he goes, we're taking Rashid Khan. And Yes, uh, old, come on. Old Dizzy, <laughs> old Dizzy Gillespie hits the retention button. So he stays with the Adelaide Strikers. Howie goes over to, to Gilly, Gillespie and says, mate, was that an easy choice for you? And he goes, uh, uh, a quote from my favourite movie, Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to put your hat in the ring. Hey, you got it. You yeah, got it. Exactly. So, 
And uh, exactly. that's all I got for cricket, lads. That's all. And I so said. who did they, who did they pick? Who did they pick in, instead, uh, Friendy? I couldn't tell you. That's all I saw. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's some fun cricket anecdotes for you. I I do have to say I heard that the uh, I'm glad that you watched the BBL draft because I heard it was a dud of a watch, and um, yeah, the draft has not turned out how they were hoping it would. Anyway. That's just me being a negative Nancy to finish this, this segment. But, you know, Australia's love doing things well. We're about to bring back Australian idols, so um, watch this space. <laughs> yes. That's and true. as you're watching and waiting, uh, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this month in sport. Lights, camera, satisfaction. Well... <laughs> Well, welcome to a, a new one-off segment that I've uh, I've come up with. I enjoy the title of it. I hope you boys do too. Um, we've called it Lights, Camera, Satisfaction. And it's just stemmed, I, you know, I've had this idea that we should chat about what we've been up to the last couple of weeks because we've all had the opportunity to go and watch some live filming of some very funny and entertaining and enjoyable sports shows. Um, 40... Where did you head? Yes. What was your Fox footy? Absolutely. We, uh, we had the opportunity to head to Best on Ground uh, footy show, which has been a new show that's just started this season, um, with uh, hosted by Howie, uh, along with um, some footy stars in Jonathan Brown, Bucks, Nick Rewalt, and um, the chick uh, that's on Kat. there as well. Her name... Uh, her name uh, escapes my mind. Yeah, that person. Um, she's full of yeah, beans. Yeah, so isn't we she? had to, great she's, personality. Uh, yeah, got the charisma of a catfish. She would some someone. <laughs> Don't catfishes have lots of charisma? That's the one thing that they gets people yeah. sucked in. They're really good anyway, at timing I'm, those mess. Oh. now nothing against how, you know. It's just I just feel like she's not the right fit on that panel. I feel like okay. A, a Rebecca Bat Madden or someone like that from Channel 7 would be better on Fox. What did you call her? Rebecca Bat Madden? No, Rebecca Madden would be better. Actually, 40, why don't we just listen to that again? Rebecca Bat Madden. Rebecca Bat Madden. Rebecca Bat Madden. Uh, yeah, let's continue. From Channel 7, but she's oh. obviously contracted to Channel 7. Someone Channel like 7, her yeah. would be a much better yeah. fit on that panel. But anyway, that's my opinion. But yeah, it was good. It's great fun. We uh, went up with Friendy and uh, a couple other friends, which was um, good fun. Yeah, it was great. And uh, what I did appreciate is Jonathan Brown is a man of the people. Oh, uh, he is. Time, He's a common man. everyone after the show. Uh, yep. Nicky Rewalt, he, he was good for about five minutes. And then he's like, all right, I've, I've had enough. But Jonathan yeah. Brown, he was last man standing. He, just, he was. Bucks, he, Bucks he were pretty good man. too, Friendy. Bucks he was there. Was I couldn't I get close to Bucks because he was surrounded by all the Collingwood supporters. Oh, and he, he but, has um, torn his pectoral. So, um, he you know. did. Yeah, so... But yeah, you're right, Brandy. He's uh, he's a, a man of the people. He's a common man, and um, it was good to get a photo with him, horse. And Jeez, Howie was the ultimate professional, wasn't he? He was. He was uh, great, and I got to um, also got to talk to him, horse uh, Howie and Jen, my wife. She got she loves Howie, and she got a photo with him, and told Howie that she she started watching the cricket because of his commentary, and. Um, quite a unique way in getting to cricket, but you know, she watches mm. the BBL and now she watches the white cricket, she says. So uh, how he had to remind her that it was called test cricket. And um, I also told how he, um, 
I was. That, uh, I think it was also you know, called the white cricket before apartheid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but oh, it was great to um, get a photo and and chat to Howie for a little bit. He's a humble guy, and yeah, it was awesome. And he has a great podcast as well. He does. He does. Shout out to the Howie Games, who I'm sure mm. Howie's listening to us right now. So yeah, he was. That. He was. He actually no, no asked. Doubt, no doubt. He said, "Oh, you're Nick from um, Comment Podcast." I mean, yeah, you're Mark Howard from. Is it? What is it? <laughs> Howie Games. Howie, yeah, Howie, yeah, yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark's Games. Mark. It. Is it? Is it Mark's Fun? Oh, Howie's <laughs> Games. Right. Howie's Games. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. that's it. Yeah, excellent. Well, friendy, we also headed off. To uh, the recording of another show, you've double dipped. You've got, you've got a bit of perspective. Um, how does uh, the front bar stack up against after the siren? Yeah, um, uh, best on ground. That's to. the one. Um, I couldn't even remember the name well, of it. That's a, a, fun, a fun, <laughs> fun story about. You know this what? Is, um... I was like in my head. I'm like, he said it. I've said it. What is it? It's three words. <laughs> yeah, I've gone with right. after the siren. Best on ground. <laughs> After the story so, to be our own TV show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The fu- fun story. Uh, obviously, Ford got the um, the tickets for the best on ground, and literally as we were heading up the highway, um, I get an email to from the front bar saying, "Congratulations, you've just won four four tickets to the to the thing." So, obviously, I, I hit up uh, my common man brothers in in Ford mm. and horse and. One jumped at it straight away and the other one realised that he had double dipped and double booked and wasn't able to make it. And we'll hear about that shortly. Um, but what I can say is uh, there's a big difference. I mean, you can't deny that in terms of footy, um, what's, the, what's the best on ground? I almost forgot the name myself. Best on ground. <laughs> After had the, the ground. <laughs> the bigger, had the bigger footy stars. There's no doubt about that. Um, you yeah. know, Sam Pang was the best footy player yeah. on the front bar and he played on the 19th column. But... In terms of pure entertainment and um, comedic relief and all that sort of stuff, this the experience of the front bar um, far exceeded um, the first show we went to. That that one, um, best on ground. Um, but it was just a great experience. I like after it, the siren, actually. <laughs> well, you, you do realize there's a show called Before the Siren on Fox. That's probably yeah, what you the, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so that's what you, you're throwing me. But I will say it was it was <laughs> I was laughing. I was laughing from go to woe. Forty could even hear my laugh watching the replay. I watched now. the replay and I could hear Friendy's laugh. I, I heard my life. laugh. So horse, what did, I heard my there, laugh. There you go. So, so I went back horse, and watched you, it. You enjoyed it? Oh, I loved it. It uh yeah. it is in being in the audience is what you'd think it was like being in the audience based on if you ever watch the show. Um they're interactive, they try and get the, the audience to to play it up and laugh along and make some noise and it's a pretty small crowd as well i've been to a few tv mm. shows and that would have to be the smallest audience that i've been in um of course we got front and center there as well friendy so that was pretty cool um in the ad breaks yeah. having um pangy and mick malloy come up and answer questions of the crowd and me just having did you ask a question boy. horse no Surely you did. i had Oh. Oh, I uh, I got starstruck to be honest. You got a bit, a bit starstruck, a, yeah. I did. Like they were like literally less than a meter in front of me, standing right there, and I was it's like, uh, uh, no, nah, I got nothing. I don't I don't want to make a fool of myself." We were all just quite quiet, apart from when when there was time to laugh. Uh, I think Friendy and I were the most vocal, hamming it up and getting the high pitched laughs and the. <laughs> 
Woo! <laughs> and I was like, and rolling the tongue. And there was a there was a time there when the live ladder first came up, and um, I yelled out "Go Cats!" and I could hear myself yeah. on the replay. And a few people yeah. uh, followed suit after that as well. So that was good. Yeah, good. Um, now, did you get to also grab one of those Carlton streamers and throw them at Mick or Sam? Or actually, no, no, yeah, no and Andy. That- <laughs> that was all the staff of the show. No one in the audience yeah. actually got given Correct. those. Um, oh, but we all did get a famous uh, ninth Carlton uh, Mark Knight poster on the way out. We uh, yeah, all got the chance to take one of those home. The blue I've, bag I've is nice. I've stuck that up in, uh, in my office. I don't know what you've done with yours, but it's on my wall in my office. Uh, it's I on eBay. That you had, I thought that was going to be a gift. Um, I thought that was going to be a gift friendly to... Uh, a good friend, a good Carlton supporter of yours. Correct. And I'm waiting for her to come and pick it up from my office. So it's. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before we wrap up uh, lights, camera satisfaction, I just thought for old time's sake, um, what do you guys rate as the best sports entertainment shows uh, in the last 25 years? What, what do you enjoy watching? What have you enjoyed watching? Cause I'm going to throw out there that the, the precursor, um, to uh, the front bar, for me, it certainly wasn't the footy show. I used to love before the game, um, and I think that was that was a bit of an institution. And um, you know, there's a bit of crossover between the front bar and before the game, but certainly comedians doing their love of football always hit the uh, spot for me. Forty, do you have something there that you enjoyed that you'd like to throw out? Um, look, I did like the footy show back in the day. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did that too. was certainly, yeah, that was certainly uh, very enjoyable. But um, yeah, sort of towards the later end, it was sort of not as as good. But that would probably be my, go- my go-to. But I also did it only was on very on very briefly. But Sam Kekovich, um, what was that series called? It was like a do you know the series I'm talking about? He had like this local footy team and he followed through and he was the coach. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yes. It was on channel seven. I think it was on well. channel seven. Yeah. What yeah. was the name of the team? I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes. Anyway, um, I, that was, that was a bit of fun. Um, Kekers uh, getting involved. Yep. But, um, yep. That For would sure. be probably mine. Friendy, have you got any others to add? Um, no, I don't really. I, I was a footy show guy. Uh, I think, um, the heyday was when Eddie McGuire, Trevor Marmalade, Sam Newman were doing it. And then I reckon yep. after Eddie finished up, the first couple of years with Gary Lyon and Brayshaw Just were really, Brayshaw. really good. And yep, then it sort, agree. Of started, it sort of started to take a bit of a turn with what they, yep. were, they were trying to be comedians yeah. and they weren't. Or there were um, some yep. other things going on behind the scenes, I would suggest. Yeah, uh, correct. Yes. And you, yep. and you, yes. Don't, you don't pinch your mate's wallet, is it? No. Yeah. That's what he said. Um. <laughs> Anyway, yep. so yeah, you don't sip your mate's drink. Yes, but um, horse, uh, another one, a little bit, um, not not a footy show, but NBA mm-hmm. action on Saturday. Oh, morning. that was the other one I was going to say. Growing yep. up, good. That yep. was Monday. <laughs> yep, it was all about NBA action. Inside stuff was there, sure, but for me, I was yep. an NBA action kind of guy because that was the highlights. That was the stuff that we yes. couldn't see. We couldn't. We didn't have access to it. Absolutely. Yep. That was how we kept in contact with what was going on. 40, that literally was the other one that I was going to throw out there. Beautiful. Sorry, I stole it. No, no, no. Took it right out of your mouth. 
All good. That's good. But um, also, boys, um, uh, the reason I didn't know if we were going to get to this, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, but the reason I couldn't get to the front bar because I think front, I would have loved oh, to have course, gone to yes. front bar. Front bar is obviously has overtaken the footy show, and I obviously uh, best on grounds only a new show. So they, they've they, how he said to us at the end of the thing, you know, we started off with maybe five in the audience, and now they probably had what hundred you reckon, friendy in the audience maybe. Yep. Um, but um, the reason I could go, I was able to, I had already had tickets to see Shaquille O'Neal. Now mm. I got to go up to Melbourne and um, it was good to, he just basically sat down. Essentially Mark Howard interviewed him and it was a, what I would suggest a live version of the Howie games. Uh, it was probably a little, to be honest, can I be really honest horse? A bit yeah. underwhelming, I thought. Yeah. Uh, first half hour it was an hour. First half an hour was a bit about his basketball career. Second half hour was post career, and I thought it'd be a bit more entertainment, a bit of DJing, maybe some of his dance moves or something. I don't know, a bit more entertainment. It was really just a sit down chat. Um, it was good to have hear from Shaq, but I just wanted a little bit more horse, and uh, just, that's where I was. Just thought you, you thought there'd be more meat on the bones, especially someone like Shaq. Is that what you're saying? You yeah. thought he'd throw out a bit more, a few yeah, more juicy. He threw steaks. out a lot of Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. He wanted a lot of uh, feedback from the audience, but yeah, <laughs> I, look, it was it was good to go, but yeah, it was um, not quite what I thought it would uh, live up to. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Forty, but also appreciate the honesty of the feedback because there has been mixed <laughs> yeah, reports on, about honestly, it. Yeah, but, you know, there were people that paid six hundred and fifty dollars. And then yep. didn't even get the meet and greet in the photo. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, because obviously I didn't obviously pay that much to get a meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I did hear that you would have to pay a lot to get see the show and meet and what didn't meet him, you're saying? Yeah, after an hour and the line was still quite long. He wasn't happy with the security. Um, so wow. he just went. They they left. And so people were left and they'd paid, forked out six hundred and fifty dollars for tickets and uh, wow. didn't even get didn't even get that. Get photo. photo. Yep. That's not good. Well, that is a bit of lights, camera, and dissatisfaction to end um, this trip down memory lane. And uh, great to chat with your experience of the experiences of the last few weeks, lads. Lights, camera, satisfaction. Well, you wouldn't believe it. We are at the end of another episode. Thanks for joining us uh, as per usual. And you know, hopefully there'll be a couple more of these before the end of the year. I appreciate how you've hung out and you've waited so patiently. And we hope we lived up to uh, some expectations and scratch that sports talk itch that you've had. But before we go, we do need to address a few things. First of all, that all in crosscode. Do you guys remember we talked about having a, I called it the all in crosscode because I'm not comfortable with calling it the three way. Uh <laughs> We've been talking about it all year. So is someone going to get this organized for next time round? Yeah, we'll do it. I'll organize it. Well, when is the next D- time, horse? There you go. Oh, I'm good to go tomorrow. Let's go again. <laughs> hey, can, can, so, I just uh, quickly, can I quickly say, yes. I have been hounded by like thousands of people. <laughs> thousands of when's the next Thousands from Brisbane. Out. That's right. And they're like, when's the next podcast? I'm like, guys, just relax. It's coming. So thanks for staying patient. So is Christmas. 
Yes, Christmas 2027 is coming. <laughs> Before you know it. Okay, so that's happening. Now, I'm putting this other thing in here because this is another one for you, Friendy. You've been keen as. You know we've got some dollars in the kitty. We do, um, we do. And you want, you want to actually go out and get some merch. Hang on. Hang on, horse. Yeah. Let's just think. What, what, what will he say? What will Freddy say here? <laughs> Can we predict? Yeah, yeah boys. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I've been looking into it. I've got a few <laughs> ideas. I'm good to go. Uh, leave it, leave it, with, leave it with me, boys. No, no. They're, can I say They're it? on their way. I've been no, on no, the... No, I've, they're they're on their <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying they're called stubby holders. They're called soft drink can holders. They're on their way. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the PG version. <laughs> um, hey, if anyone out there is listening and has an idea of something we should do for merch, please hit us up. Don't be shy. DM. Yep, slide into our DMs. Um, no one's been doing that for a while, so they're quite dry and empty. <laughs> <laughs> but they still exist. They still exist. Uh, so please reach out, hit us up, have a chat. We, uh, we're just longing to get back into it and we want to chat with you guys and uh, we can only uh, say, hey, we're available. You know, I'm just a man saying to other common men, come be common with me. It's so inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think on that note, we're going to wrap this baby up before I say something even more ridiculous. Pre or post? Depends if well, I win. okay. Something about grand final. <laughs> Could be both if we're in yep. it. If we're not in it, you'll hear from us in 2023. Yeah, crickets. <laughs> crickets.